Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Before I get into today's concept slash lesson, just wanted to remind you that I have a premium on my podcast, ad-free and four bonus episodes a month. I'm doing something kind of different. I'm taking my video courses, uh, especially this giant nine-hour video course about relationships, and uh, I'm going to take the audio and funnel that into my premium members podcast. So if you want to just go to uh, theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, and it's only $4 a month, and you'll get all this extra bonus audio, and uh, everything is commercial free. Okay, so I wanted to read something for you today. And uh, by the way, I hate reading. I was the kid in school who, um, when was asked to read, you know, I used to like stand up. Uh, I would be so nervous. I would just stutter. It would be traumatic. Anyway, you can't see me, so I think this one will be okay. Uh, this is from a book called The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. And I wanted to read you this page because it's the topic of today's lesson. It's about the heart. The heart is actually very simple to understand. It is an energy center, a chakra. It is one of the most beautiful and powerful energy centers and one that affects our daily lives. As we have seen, an energy center is an area within your being through which your energy focuses, distributes, and flows. This energy flow has been referred to as spirit, chi, uh, and it plays an intricate part in your life. You feel the heart's energy all the time. Think about what it think about what it is like to feel love in your heart. Think about what it's like to feel inspiration and enthusiasm pour from your heart. Think about what it's like to feel energy well up in your heart, making you confident and strong. All of this happens because the heart is an energy center. The heart controls the energy flow by opening and closing. And this is the part that I really want to talk about today, the opening and closing. This means that the heart, like a valve, can either allow the flow of energy to pass through or it can restrict the flow of energy from passing through. If you observe your heart, you know very well what it feels like when it's open and what it feels like when, it, when it's closed. In fact, the state of your heart changes quite regularly. You can be experiencing great feelings of love while in the presence of someone until they say something you don't like, then your heart suddenly closes toward them, right? And you simply don't feel the love anymore. We have all experienced this, but what exactly is causing it? Since we all have to experience the heart, we might as well understand what's going on in there. We begin the analysis by asking a fundamental question. What is it about the structure of the heart center that permits it to close? What you will find is that the heart closes because it becomes blocked by stored, unfinished energy patterns from your past. 
I wanted to highlight this part because this is really interesting that when you have blocked unfinished energy patterns from your past and I would uh you know I would say anything that uh is is not resolved in some way where there's um some kind of anger resentment anything that you're holding on to that you keep playing back and that's why I think he uses the word pattern here that can close the heart you need only examine your everyday experience to understand this as events take place in the world they come in through your senses and have an impact on your inner state of being the experience of these events may bring up fear some anxiety or maybe some love Different experiences happen inside because of how you take in and digest the world as it passes through you. I love this whole passing through you. I think that's really powerful. I love that mindset that because I think so many of us hold on to things, whether it's a grudge or, you know, what someone said about you. uh, And it happens throughout the day constantly, right? Um, Big and small. And so, Uh, Not allowing things to pass through you, I think, can be a huge block. When you take in the world through your senses, it is actually energy that is coming into your being. Hey, real quick, just wanted to let you know I'm doing my first work retreat. This is not a weekend. This is a full week. And it's designed to use the group to make you accountable. We're going to have... A solid structure. We're going to get up early. We're also going to do some somatic stuff. We're going to do ice plunges. We're going to have, I mean, we're in nature, so we'll be hiking. I have access to a full state of the art gym. And the whole point of this is to get whatever you need to get done. So whether you're working on a book or you're starting a podcast or you want to finish your book proposal, or if you're a content creator like me and you want to just go in nature and batch a ton of content. Let's all do it together. Just go to my Instagram and tap my bio link. I'm also doing this in the first week of December so we can leave this year with a bang and get shit done. Go to my Instagram at The Angry Therapist and tap my bio and I will see you in the woods. Form itself does not come into your mind or heart. Form stays outside, but it is processed by your senses into energy patterns that your mind and heart can receive and experience. Science explains this sensory process to us. Your eyes are not really windows through which you look out into the world. Your eyes are cameras that send electronic images of the world into you. This is true of all your senses. They sense the world, convert the information, transmit the data through electrical nerve impulses, and then the impressions get rendered in your mind. Your senses are indeed electronic sensing devices. But if the energy patterns that are coming into your psyche create disturbance, you will resist them and not allow them to pass through you. When when you do this, the energy patterns actually get blocked within you. This is very important to under, to better understand what it's like to have these energies stored within you. Let's examine what it would be like if nothing was stored. What if everything just passed right through you? For example, when you're driving down a highway, you probably pass thousands of trees. They don't leave impressions on you. 
they're gone as soon as they're perceived. While you're driving, you see trees, you see buildings, you see cars, and none of these make lasting impressions on you. There's just a uh, momentary impression that allows you to see them. Though they do come in through the senses and make impressions upon your mind, as quickly as the impressions are made, they are released. When you have no personal issue with them, impressions process freely. This is how the overall system of perception is meant to work. It's meant to take things in, allow you to experience them, and then let them pass through so that you're fully present in the next moment. While this system is in a working operative state, you are fine and it is fine. You're simply having experience after experience. Driving is an experience, trees passing by are an experience, and cars passing by are an experience. These experiences are gifts that are given to you like a great movie. They are passing into you, awakening and stimulating you. They are actually having a profound effect on you. Moment after moment, Experiencing experiences are coming in and you're learning and growing. Your heart and mind are expanding and you are being touched at a very deep level. If experience is the best teacher, there's nothing that comes close to the experience of life. I know you're thinking, John, when are you going to stop reading? Well, I had to I had to read all of that because um it lays the groundwork about uh groundwork for what I want to talk about a few things. One, the concept of closing and opening and I really feel like because most of us have had a lot of trauma and a lot of um, chaos in our lives, uh, we tend to close. And we tend to close because of protection, right? We've been hurt, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. Yeah, I mean, I've been hurt. Uh, And not just with romantic uh, experiences, but also, you know, just people, friendships, parents, family. We have been hurt and, and and we will continue to be hurt. And so there is, I think, a natural closing by default as a way for us to protect ourselves. And so if we're not consciously opening our heart, I think it just naturally closes. You know, it's the world that we live in. And what's important is that we intentionally open our heart. And I think it's a practice. And I don't, I, and I think the more you practice it, like anything in life, um, it gets easier. And, the way that I like to bring this whole thing to street level is that you're either constricting or you're expanding. And when your heart is closed, you are constricting and that is lined with judgment. Um, you know, the white knuckles, the iron fist, uh, just, you know, passing by the experiences like in the book of uh, something as simple as, you know, trees or driving or, or any kind of experience because we are closed and we are our Shoulders are tense and we are constricting. Now, if you're intentionally opening, and I know this is scary sometimes, um, you're now expanding. And you could, I mean, I think I literally can feel that when you intentionally open your heart. I'm doing it right now as I take a breath. I mean, I mean, what happens when, when I open my heart? I feel expansion. I feel love. I feel forgiveness, I feel compassion, and I feel that whole 
passing through you feeling that uh, Michael A. Singer is talking about. Um, the blockage that so many of us live with, the emotional blockage, it starts to dissipate when you open. And I think that, simply put, is, I mean, it's foundational and I think mandatory in this life to do as much as you can of that. You, you know what's a good example of this is um, Christmas time. Christmas time, people are in this kind of opening state and you just notice it, right? It's like that that whole like the the spirit of Christmas where uh, you go to the coffee shop and, you know, people are extra nice. They're making eye contact. They're opening doors. And you, and you notice it during the holidays and then, you know, it goes away just as fast as it came. But you can feel it in the air, you know. And I, I think that's a lot of um, – I know it's kind of surfacy, but I think that's a lot of unblocked energy collectively that we feel. Um, and it's like – oh, also when, when – um, when you're in a situation where something like, like let's say you're on a boat and uh, something happens to the boat and you're, you know, the, not that it's sinking because that's going to cause panic, but like it's stalled or you're, you know, with a group of people and there's a, you know, some kind of a situation where um, it's lives are at stake and you notice how fast people become open and generous and loving, you know, and that's another example of being unblocked. If we can, well, let's just say you, if you can, starting today as a practice, focus on unblocking yourself and energy by opening your heart, uh, what does that look like? What does that look like? <clears throat> when you engage with people around you, what does that look like uh, with the people you work with? What does that look like with family members? Listen, I'm not saying to erase healthy boundaries. I'm not saying to um, let people walk all over you. I'm not saying to compromise self. I'm just saying that if the energy in our hearts are meant to flow through us, and that's kind of what gets us to be catalysts and conduits to um, access something greater. And also produces a lot less anxiety, right? If we are interested in, in being in, in an expansive state, in what I call an attracting state instead of a chasing state, um, it just doesn't happen unless there is intention. It doesn't happen unless we are actively practicing it. And so my reminder slash lesson for you today is to practice that and uh, notice what it feels like. Notice what it feels like when you are opening your heart. I know for me, it's just, you know, it comes in moments like when I'm at the gym and uh, right before I walk in, I'm opening my heart. Uh, suddenly I notice myself making eye contact, smiling. I notice myself opening doors. It's like that uh, spirit of Christmas that I was talking about. I notice myself bumping chest, and, 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 and if there's someone who's kind of like quiet that doesn't say hi to me, I try to make an effort to be more extroverted. Um, 
all of that I notice. I try to have a better attitude with the workout. Like it, it's like a whole different experience, you know. And then guess what? I notice trees. One of the things. One of the things that uh, um, I love about this passage because uh, he, he's using the example of just like you know in the mundane driving and noticing trees. Um, about fifteen years ago, as I was going through my rebirth. Um, I wrote, I don't know if it was a tweet, I don't know what it was, but it, it was, uh, basically I, I said that, uh, I noticed trees now, you know, and I had kind of like hashtag the growth and I said this 15 years ago <laughs> and it was kind of like a joke, but also serious in that I've never noticed things like trees, right? I've never stopped to smell the roses. I've always just been chasing and you know beelining toward quote-unquote success and never just paused and uh allow something like trees to be noticed or experienced and so uh in this book when he says uh (laughs) noticing trees um i was like oh yeah exactly that's me i can i finally (laughs) have the ability to notice trees so when i'm on my motorcycle um because i'm not in my head i am in my body and kind of anchored, um, I notice everything, you know, um, everything around me, my, my sensory is on high alert, not in a bad way, but in a absorbing way where you see life in color. And so that's another example of just opening and being extremely kind of grounded and, and mindful and present. Anyway, thank you for listening. And I hope you practice opening your heart this week. You will.